0: Welcome back to the Armour Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, and welcome to the Armour Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always, with my professional comedian and partner in crime donna lee
1: that's right seventh funniest mom in america per naked night like a hundred years ago
0: that's right i'll take it you know many people think it. that i'm the star of the show you're not but really it's only me that thinks i'm the star of the show that's
1: right i am the star of the show
0: you the show doesn't happen without you
1: that's right i did that on purpose you don't know how to work any of this equipment
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wouldn't use working the equipment as your sole (laughs) reason to be here. Every now
1: and again, people can hear us. Well,
0: very good. Very good. This show is brought to you by the urology specialty, I guess, firm, company, practice. Medical clinic? Whatever I started in 2007 (laughs) in Round Rock, Texas. Uh, We're all around uh, Austin now. Mm -hmm. I'm a board certified urologist. Dr. Mystery is my real name. Is it really? It is. How do you spell that? M-I-S-T-R-Y. People thought it would be gimmicky.
1: That's what some dude said. We some can't get dude. over it. One guy said gimmicky, One guy and we called can't it gimmicky. get past it. Oh, man. We've been on this for a year.
0: And he's been our patient for like the whole year, Does too. he listen to it? Yeah, I, I hope he's mm. listening every time, because I want him to know how much of an impact <laughs> he, he had said, on us. He said don't
1: have a gimmicky name, don't like a mystery. Don't
0: have a like mystery. Uh, Donna, uh, we're seeing patients still. Are we? Yeah, we are. We're, All we're, week long. We're really as busy as ever. Uh, Donna, uh, <laughs> how do people get a hold of us and where are our offices?
1: You can call us at 512 during the week. You can ask for me. Our, uh, I'm sorry, our email address is armormanshealth at gmail.com. Our website is armormenshealth.com. We have four locations in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, Dripping Springs. You can catch our podcasts everywhere that you listen to free podcasts.
0: And Donna gets paid by the number of downloads. So if you're out there, just Dishing. download the same episode over and over again, please.
1: Okay. Will you pay me a dollar per episode? Yes. Okay. <laughs> New bonus structure.
0: <laughs> New bonus structure. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. So, Donna, one of the great things about medicine is how it evolves over time. Yeah. It's not all the same. Like, even though I graduated from Baylor College of Medicine, the Finan- most amazing finest medical yeah, institution in the world, me. apparently they didn't teach me everything. They didn't? Not before I left, no. I mean, I know everything. They did something. Apparently. And so uh, there's no field that has really changed more in my practice lifetime more than pain management. Oh,
1: yeah. You can just tell from the commercials.
0: That's right. That's just the commercials alone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> those, those guys are making some money. Right? so They can afford some expensive commercials. Uh, so uh, we have one of our partners. We have one of the physicians from Balcones, pain consultants, uh, Dr. Cody Esler here with us today. Cody, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: So what I wanted to talk to you about is the idea of what role do procedures have for pain management so for the guys and the girls walking around there listening to our show they may know or they may have experienced that if somebody has a chronic pain condition that they may have to see a pain medicine doctor but they may not know how you guys train or where you come from it's not like you guys were delivered by a stork to, <laughs> well we tell, were a long time ago tell right? us right tell us birth. about <laughs> tell us about your training and what training you guys go through and then talk to me about what are the procedures that are most commonly done for chronic pain
2: yeah so um, you know t- speaking about the training actually pain management is a um, sort of multi-specialty uh, fellowship um, so mm-hmm. those that don't know how how we become doctors is generally we go you know college and then we go to med school and then somewhere in med school we decide what kind of doctor we want to be and hopefully you, you get that and where's it, the
0: part where God looks down upon you and calls you <laughs> to the field Oh you, you, um, you, you, you didn't have that part? And, you know every. Everyone has that their, their own. That just happens at Baylor. That, uh, maybe that's just for the Baylor. That's right. Oh, that, good point.
2: Yeah, that, that happens differently for everybody, and that's a that's a personal moment. I guess. Uh, so. <laughs> but you know, after you know, you, you choose your specialty, you go to residency, and then you know, you train in, in that specialty, whether it's urology or anesthesia or general surgery, name it, and then through that you can go into um, sub- subspecialize. Um, in a very so pain in-
0: management doctors are usually fellowship trained after residency, exactly, and you can go into it through anesthesia mm-hmm. or you can go through it through PM&R. what are some other routes so
2: neurology is another common and even uh, psych- psychiatry is another and so and and what was your pathway and it was anesthesia and that's probably the most common um, in interventional pain is probably what you see and a lot of that is because uh, a lot of pain management fellowships are based out of a anesthesia residence it's not totally you know across the board but I think that's what you find and I but, think
0: that's because a lot of the procedures you do for pain are blocks of nerves absolutely and anesthesiologists as part of their routine will do blocks of nerves to prepare for surgery.
2: Absolutely. And, and that's, that's a very good point. So, you know, kind of speak it uh, in superficial um, way would, you know, we do a lot of back injections, right? And, and this is very similar to how we do epidurals, like for labor, uh, labor epidurals or spinals for C-sections, things like that. And these are uh, very similar techniques and, and knowledge. Of, because uh, all
0: area. of our nerves that go from the body to the brain, where we sense pain, kind of ultimately go through the spinal cord at some point.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. For the most part. Yes, um, exactly. You know, and kind of going back to kind of the how I trained is, you know, it, it's very interesting. So, you know, we're trained in a multidisciplinary, even if you go to a fellowship, and it's just a bunch of anesthesiologists, you're, you're trained in a way and the expectation is to know neurology, and physical medicine rehab, um, as well as um, a psychiatric, you know, and, Because
0: there's a lot of psych- psychology oh, that comes into pain management,
2: I, I feel that well, maybe 50% of what I do is actually psychiatry, you know, it's it's recognizing that patients don't just generally have chronic pain that, you know, and it's kind of a chicken-and-egg situation. Does, does the chronic pain create anxiety and depression, or is it the other way around? And, you know, there's probably a little bit of both, really, but that's a, it's part of the multidisciplinary approach to not just my specialty but also in each patient that I see. Is... So back
0: injections are one of the most common procedures that you're going to do for mm-hmm. a lot of these patients. Now, that's not because they're having back pain. But because correct. that's where the nerves are coming from that go to other parts of the body. So you'll do back injections for mm-hmm. other things, right? like leg pain and arm pain and nose pain.
2: Yeah, and I'm going uh, so to speak anecdotally here, but you know, I think a very important part of pain management, especially when you think of chronic pain is as, you know, teach the patient what you're doing. And, and a lot of patients and um, will be like, oh, I got a back injection. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, if I'm seeing them for the first time, it's like, do you know what kind of back injection? Because there's like, yes, there's like five. Yes. You know, <laughs> and, and it's like, is a lumbar sympathetic? You know, is it epidural? Is it, You know, there, there's so many. And, and a lot of times they don't know. And so I, part of what I do for my patients is I, I really try to teach them not only what I'm doing, but why. And why are you having this pain? And what are the, the techniques that we're going through? And I want them to, to also be part of their treatment and, and think through it and and it needs to make sense. Um,
0: So when you're injecting, sometimes I imagine you're injecting steroids to reduce inflammation. mm -hmm. What are some other things that you're injecting and what is the purpose of the injection?
2: So there's kind of a multitude. So, um, you know, speaking of back pain, you know, uh, yeah, so exactly, you know, the steroid uh, to help reduce inflammation, you know, that might be associated with, you know, acute disc issue or some uh, acute arthritis and and the facet joints, things of of that nature. But, you know, other um, approaches to back pain you know, diagnostic injections for uh, facetogenic um, sort of arthritic pain in the posterior spine that kind of leads into a, another type of, of um, intervention, you know, sort of a, an electrical ablation of these nerves. And there's other things probably more that you'd probably be be seeing would be, you know, sympathetic nerve uh, blocks that might be, you know, related to pelvic pain, as well as like CRPS, and there's a multitude, and there's multiple different approaches in, in that way, ganglion impar, I mean, there, there's a multitude of, of different ones. And, and going back, to what you're saying and a lot of if it's not a steroid and we're getting local anesthetics to block these nerves and block these pathways so one is that we're kind of resetting them to, to help with some of the wind up but also diagnosing is like you know is this sympathetic driven pain so we block the sympathetic nerves and if that improves the pain for at least the duration of the local anesthetic then I think we got a, a fair diagnosis and then we can change our approach to treatment towards that.
0: So you'll do injections of medications into particular areas along the spinal cord that will help with nerve pain, you also will kind of ablate or 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 burn nerve roots if if they're not critical for movement. Yes, right? exactly. They, they tend to be sensory only. Yeah, only <laughs> sensory. We don't need people to stop moving their arms. And then um, uh, there's this field of uh, nerve stimulators, implantables. Mm-hmm. Who who are the kinds of patients that are going to be ideal for? Thinking about getting a nerve stimulant? What, what kind of pain do they have, and 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 how do you find out if they're the right candidate for it?
2: So yeah, that's a, that's a great question, and, and that's a uh, it's actually a very uh, interesting topic because it's an uh,
0: expanding field.
2: I mean, the I would say the tri- two traditional um, places for that are people who've had. Um, you know, a lot of back pain with a lot of what we call radiculopathy, you know, pain shooting and radiating down their legs or, um, from their neck to their arms, um, do quite well with that, especially if they've, they've, you know, exhausted all the other approaches, you know, injections and physical therapy, surgeries, things like that. Um, those patients do quite well. Um, another subset of the population um, who developed CRPS, Complex Regional Pain Syndrome, and oh, we can spend hours talking about this. Um, but you know, in, in general, it's um, somewhat of a, symp- a sympathetic-mediated pain where you know there's usually some sort of injury, and then um, the injury so-
0: can heal, but yet the the, the nervous system exactly. kind of takes and, over and causes and, pain.
2: And there's there's uh, oh man, there's a lot of theories about what and why. I mean, it can be anything from a sprained ankle to you know, a horrific, you know, crush injury, a lot of shattered bones. And I mean, I've seen both and um, and a good portion of those recover and and there's a small subset that do and they do very well.
0: So a lot of our patients out there and our listeners should really, I guess, take home that the field of pain management has evolved quite a bit. If you're out there suffering from chronic pain, you should really find a specialist to see if there's something that can be done for you. And and I would strongly recommend, uh, you know, our friends at Valconis Pain Consultants. And if you email us, uh, we can let you know uh, how to get a hold of them. Thank you so <laughs> much for uh, joining us today, Dr. Essler. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormen'shealth@gmail.com. at gmail.com.